I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode, and you're listening to Recode Replay, powered by digital media. Now here's an interview from the stage of Code Media. We don't introduce you with a company name because you are a company of one. I am now right. a company of one, yes. All right, we'll talk about how you got there in a second. And Angie, your company is The Shade Room. Yes. Which used to be a company of one, and now there's how many employees? Six. <laughs> Six. Okay, so we, we've given you guys a brief taste of what Matt does, and we can talk more about it. Let's talk about what Angie does. Uh, this is a two-year-old company. Yes. You started yourself. Yeah, it's almost two years old. <laughs> almost two years old. Uh, you started, this is fascinating to me, you started on Instagram. I did. Publishing things on Instagram. You used Instagram as your publishing tool. Right, exactly. Because I didn't know how to, at the time, create a website of my own. So I said, well, the shortcut is to go on Instagram and publish everything directly. And no one said Instagram's for photos. Yes, Instagram is for photos, but um, you know, for me, it wasn't really a strategic move. It was, it was, it was because I didn't have the knowledge to be able to create a website right then and there, and I was so enthusiastic about creating a blog that I decided to just go for it. So you started almost two years ago, a few thousand followers. You're now up to what? Uh, we have over seven million followers on social media. And how um, many on Instagram? Instagram is three point five million, and we get an additional hundred thousand every six days. And when someone is going to check you out on Instagram or some other platform, what are they looking at? Well, they're looking at uh, a lot of stories, a lot of interesting videos um, from politics to celebrity entertainment to uh, just moving stories about regular people, um, and a lot of. Uh, you may you may see celebrities fighting on the shade room. <laughs> you know you 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 may see uh, some of that um, controversy. And it's as well. focused specifically about sort of uh, black pop culture, African yes. American celebrities. Definitely, we are unapologetically black. <laughs> unapologetically black. Can we show a couple examples of, of what you guys put up on Instagram? So what are we looking at here? So here you see um, Chloe, Chloe Kardashian. She went on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and she made a statement about Lamar and his. Recent, um, sca- well, I don't know if you want to call it a scandal, but when he was in the near death experience, near death experience, <laughs> yes. And so uh, we reported on it, and we do have a very strong following. Um, they're called the roommates, and Chloe felt compelled to come to the shade room and give us a statement. So it's not your traditional exclusive, but she came directly to the shade it's room. A celebrity, the, the person you're celebrity. talking about going on coming, your site and saying, I got something to say. And it was the only statement that she made on that. And let's, let's show the other example we've got here. So it's hard to see, but we can find <laughs> a link to it later. So in this situation, we had um, we reported again on Karuchi. She was doing an interview about her ex, Chris Brown. She's a celebrity in her own right now. And Chris Brown came to the Shade Room exclusively and responded to her interview. And as you can see, it's very controversial. Um, he kind of tore her apart. And that kind of went viral once she responded to it. And it just became a big thing that started. At the so you are an interactive African-American, all-digital version of some sort of TMZ mashed with people. Right. And the thing about it is we, uh, we were able to, because it's on social media, it's so easy for the celebrity to come directly to us and, and give us statements versus the traditional way of they're not going to create an account and respond online, but they, it's, it's more acceptable, I would say, to do it on social media. They're coming to you. They're coming to us. Yeah. So, Matt, you've got a different version of this story. Up yeah. until, what, two weeks ago, you were employed at BuzzFeed. I was, yes. And the clip we saw, that was something you made while you worked at BuzzFeed. Right, yeah. So, uh, and this is... 
quickly sort of explain how you got, you sort of grew up around Chicago, started working for BuzzFeed, and then when did you, I guess that's, what was, what's, the, what's the name of your series? Wine About It. Wine About It, because you'd get drunk on camera get drunk and, and wine about, about it. Stuff, yeah. So how did you end up making those videos for BuzzFeed? So yeah, I was an employee at BuzzFeed for three years. I was a comedy writer for most of that time. Oh, you're, you're how old? I'm 25. You're 25. Think about it for a second. I'm 25. Right, you guys are the future media, all right, enjoy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was I was a comedy writer at BuzzFeed. About a year ago, I started doing videos with BuzzFeed. Um, and that it sort of happened organically. I mean, I had this Facebook page that I started with BuzzFeed. It was just BuzzFeed Matt. And I mean, it was actually just my name. It said Matt Belisai. Um, and I was like, I'd love to do what YouTubers do, but do that on Facebook. And not not do what a YouTuber would do in that I don't, I'm not interested in talking about what I bought at you know, Sephora that week, which is a fine thing to do if you're into that, but that wasn't what I liked. I liked doing original comedy, and so I was like, I'd love to do that on Facebook, and BuzzFeed was like, yeah, go for it. It's not a very BuzzFeedy thing, though, right? They don't do a lot of personality-driven stuff there. They're starting to do it more, and I was one of the first people who started to do it, and I, my series got very popular, and I sort of reached this point in, in the past kind of couple of months where I came to this moment where it was like, you kind of have to decide if you want to be under the umbrella of BuzzFeed, which is a great umbrella, and they gave me a lot of creative freedom, and you know, I did a lot with them. Um, that was you know, the option to continue with that or to kind of strike out on my own, take a big risk. Um, was there a middle ground where you could have continued to be a, a, a Facebook slash BuzzFeed celebrity while continuing to work at BuzzFeed? Uh, not really. I mean, it, the more and more that we talked about it, it was, it was kind of like, you know, you kind of just have to choose. Like, Who, the, Who's telling you that? You or you? Um, it, it was like, it, it was mutual in the end. Um, you know, it was, we talked about it for a long time. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it was the stuff that I'm interested in doing, which is, you know, writing a book, starting my own podcast, doing my own video series, pitching the television pitching to Hulu, um, you know, all of those things are, are things that now I'll get to do on my own and have ownership, and, you know, in the end, it was just like, if I want to do that, I can't remain an employee. So you've got an agent from CAA. I do, But you yeah. don't have a, a net, right? There's no, you don't have a deal that no one's paying you to do anything right now. Right, well, I mean, all of that will come, and, you sure. know, I'm, I have... I have, for example, a couple live shows coming up that I'll, you know, make a little money on. And You're going to go speak at a college? I'll do speaking get drunk on, on stage? Um, at colleges, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to get drunk on stage, actually. They, they are apparently a little stingy about that, but my hotel room beforehand will be... Got it. So here's one <laughs> of the wild. things I'm trying to... that I think is interesting about what both you guys are going to be doing now, what Angie's already doing and what you want to do. Angie, you started publishing on Instagram. You said, this is a publishing platform. I'm going to make it a publishing platform platform um, and you since expanded. Matt, you want to start publishing your own stuff on Facebook video, which is not designed to be a publishing platform for a single person right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you, Angie, I assume you're talking to the folks at Instagram about what you're doing. Um, And Matt, I'm assuming you've had some kind of conversation with Facebook. What are they doing to make this a better place for you guys to create your own brands, generate revenue, or are they just hands off and you guys figure it out on your own? Well, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, I felt that uh, there are, there are they are making some changes to be able to um, find 
a balance between the content media and the platform. So we'll see. You don't make any money when when one of those posts goes up, right? Well, no. Well, I don't make any money per post, but I do do we do campaigns and advertisers do contact us to advertise on the platform. So you you do sponsor posts on behalf of advertisers. Yeah, we'll do sponsor posts and campaigns and things like that. So we so we have monetized all both of the platforms. And what does Instagram say about that? I mean, do they have a uh, in both cases it's Facebook, but do they have a a, a point of view about that or like just whatever you figure it out? Well, I think that a lot of I think that the conversation, they're starting the conversation. A lot of company, media companies are now saying, hey, you know, we're, we're bringing all this traffic to these platforms. How can we work something out so that we're both benefiting from it um, in, in a way that will go with their policies? So, we'll, you know, I, I think that's a conversation that's coming, and I'm excited for that. And Matt, if you said you didn't want to be a YouTuber. You didn't want to do what YouTubers did, but the one thing that YouTube does do is they actually have a way for, for, to generate revenue. If you go on YouTube and you get X number of views, you don't make a lot of money, but you can make some money when someone watches your video. Facebook doesn't have that right now. So what do you think right. about it? Well, I mean, I, when I quit my job and, you know, kind of set out on doing my new thing, I don't think I, I thought, you know, oh, I'm going to make money from Facebook. Like, I'm, I want to build that platform and then I can leverage that in other ways, like to sell a book and to sell merchandise if I decide to do that. And, you know, so I, my theory is build up the audience and the platform and money will come in some way, I hope. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, Facebook is also have, has been very supportive. Everybody, I, like all of the platforms, have some type of like talent manager kind of person that that you know I've talked to, and you know, Facebook in particular was obviously super excited about Wine about it and the growth that that had. And and now that I'm on my own, you know, they they want to see me succeed too. And so, you know, those people kind of operate. The relationship is very much, you know, here's best practices, here's what you should be doing in the interim while you think about, you know, what your new videos you're going to do. It's very supportive in that so, way. So do you think Facebook for you is a step up to getting a Hulu deal and getting a TV deal, or do you think Facebook is sort of where you're going to live? I mean, it's possible that, that you know, there could be a franchise that just kind of stays on Facebook, and, and maybe there's a different franchise that pops off and, and goes to Hulu or Netflix or wherever. Um, but you know, right now, because I can't monetize that Facebook page, I have to think of other ways to be able to make money. And Angie, you're thinking about the same question, right? Do you stay on Instagram? Do you graduate to TV? Do you try to do both things? Well, that's interesting. Well, we've had a lot of um, networks reach out to us, and they, people are very excited. They want to do a show, and that's still something that I've been thinking about. Because, what kind of show do they want to do? Oh, like a TMZ type of show, yeah. <laughs> you know, but different. Hosted by you, you younger people, Harvey. Yeah, me. Uh, well, very different from the show that's there, but I mean, they want to do a live show with um, celebrity entertainment and politics and things like that and so I being approached by a lot of these um, networks I definitely have considered it but we are an online brand and I know that online doesn't necessarily trans you know it doesn't never it doesn't necessarily translate to TV um, so I definitely am exploring the idea but I think that it's not the goal is not to stay on Facebook or Instagram I think that we have to keep up with any social media that so if there's another Instagram that comes out we have to get on there and and we're I'm pretty much using these platforms platforms to build our website and build our other um, properties as well. But this is what you want to do full time. This is not because originally you were were an accountant, right? Yes. (laughs) And then you were you were an aspiring script writer. 
I, I wasn't well, well my screen I was a I was a screenwriter and the movie just got um, funded so I'm multi hyphenate so I mean is this one day eventually you're gonna be you're gonna be in Spike Jones land where, where your real job is no making, I, I want to I want to fuse them I want to fuse, fuse them, them together because I think that the shade room I don't see it as an entertainment website I see it being bigger than that a big media company an entity um in the future and so i definitely want to come out with series our own um, original series and things like that to you know show the many different sides we've gotten into merchandise um and that's doing really well so i definitely want to continue to expand and expand way beyond an entertainment website so again two years ago less than two years ago you had zero followers on instagram now you have three million do you have advice for advice advice for Matt about how because he's going to he had a he had BuzzFeed getting mm-hmm. started right. now he's Matt uh, how do you how do you build up an audience from zero <laughs> on a social platform like Facebook or Instagram uh, I would say the key thing is to connect with your audience so early on we named our audience the roommates and um, I used to have my voice on the platform and they kind of kicked me out and were like, listen, this is not your blog anymore. This is our blog. We run this. And it literally took a life on its own because when you build a community, like, do, do you do, do the winers, right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Drunks. The winers, like call them. Yeah. Um, I would say consistency, um, build a community, uh, you know, and, and that definitely will help you a lot when it comes to increasing the following. I mean, you had... Data scientists at BuzzFeed, right? We just had Dow up here. You had a whole group of big brains figuring out how to get this stuff in the right place. You're off on your own, kind of fumbling around, I would assume. It's got to be scary. I mean, I am. Give me some credit. <laughs> You're here. You made it here. It's good. I mean, like, Dow is amazing. I love her. She's brilliant. She was like a Jedi at BuzzFeed. Um, but I, like, I view my time at BuzzFeed as a sort of like graduate school, and I left with that kind of degree in. In, in viral media. So like everybody at BuzzFeed is a data scientist. We might not have the brain that Dow has, but we were trained to think about what are you gonna, you know, how are you gonna grow this and in, in how do you learn from what you're putting out? I mean like I, whatever series I do next, it's not gonna be something I film 20 episodes of and release it as a season. It's gonna be a thing that grew like Wine About It did, which is I'll put out one thing look at the numbers, grow, like, learn, grow from that, experiment. I mean, it's all, that's, that's part of the process. Are you allowed to continue getting drunk on camera, or is that copyright BuzzFeed? Um, it better not be. I, <laughs> I don't think that they can, they can copyright drunk me. So you're so. going to continue getting drunk? Oh, definitely, on camera, yeah, yeah. Not on stage. And Angie, do you, do you have people that you're consulting with who are sort of figuring out, the, you know, your version of a, a Jedi, figuring out social and... Mm. growth vectors? Up until now, I haven't had very many people that I've consulted with, but now I'm starting to reach out to actually get professional opinions, people who are geniuses at um, social media and and tech, and, and definitely trying to get that knowledge to help for the company. And you've got a little bit of funding now? From we some, did. We got, we got, yeah, we have a funding and we have a lot of investors that are interested in the shade room, but I want to see if we can uh, continue to just do it off of our own. You're not ready to sell yet, but I bet someone here wants to talk to you. <laughs> okay, this is super awesome. You guys are exciting. So glad I got to meet you. Glad these guys got to meet you. Thanks Thank for you. your help. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to Recode Replay. 